Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast, um, brought to you by Mandy and Allison. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. I know. I was like, I just felt like I was broadcasting something. And so it's like, brought to you by Mandy and Allison. No, that's when you put in like a sponsor. Oh. (laughs) That's a sponsor. Brought to you by like sponsor. Brought to you. (laughs) Sponsored by. We're sponsoring ourselves. (laughs) So <laughs> Brought to you by Soul Star Intuitive. No, what's our name? Soul Star Energy Collective. Brought to you by Soul Star Energy Collective. I don't even know our name. Oh God, God, I'm a terrible broadcaster. It's too many Soul Star things. Too many Soul Star things. Um, okay, hey. So <laughs> I botched that opening. Way to go, Allison. It's better than blah. I know, where I'm just like, hi. Like Ross on Friends. Hi. <laughs> I felt like that today. I was very blah today. Yeah. Um, so this lights me up. Um, okay. So today we are going to talk about why we do what we do and deep dive into that. But before we get started, Mandy is going to tell us the card that was pulled for you guys this week. Yeah. So we pulled from the Mystical Shaman Oracle Guidebook. I feel like we should when we release the podcast, like take a picture of the card and put on stories or something. Oh yeah. So people can see. So that's what we'll do that this week. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see about that. (laughs) Okay. I call, I pulled the card, the, we pulled the card, the rainbow, because I actually didn't even pull it. Allison did. Oh yeah, I did. (laughs) And then I handed it to her and said, read it. (laughs) So the rainbow. And so this card, this message is for everybody listening to the podcast. Um, The rainbow tells you that the end of the storm is near. Persevere and remember that it is darkest before the dawn. Do not give up hope. Things are about to take a positive turn. Listen for the morning rooster that announces the coming of the dawn, even while the night is still darkest. But do not claim victory yet or let your guard down fully. So if you're going through a difficult period of time or you're really feeling into the energy of the world right now because the world is going through a difficult dark time, Mm -hmm. um... Don't put your guard down, but just know that the end is near and the light is coming. Keep persevering. Keep moving forward. Do things that make you happy. Yes. Control what you can control and let go what you can't. Yes. Good advice. I know. I just got really philosophical. Good word. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like like doing the money thing. Like, (laughs) just passing it out. (laughs) Tips galore. Tips galore. Big words galore. It's happening. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah, do it, Mandy. Get us on track. So why do we do what we do? So let's break it down into what it is that we do. So mm-hmm, yeah, we do, what do we do? We do a lot. <laughs> we have we a lot on our... We do a lot. I know. So, But we do readings, so intuitive yep. readings. So individual one-on-one readings for clients. We do individual healings. Yep. And, you know, mostly distance, but mm-hmm. some in person. Yep. And we teach what yeah. we do, so to you others. can do it too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And we do reels. We're comedians. Um... <laughs> we are not performers. 
Allison was like, part-time comedian. Before we got started, she's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be funny today. I'm like, Allison, it's, it's okay if I'm we're like, not I'm funny. I'm not in a funny mood. It's okay if we're not funny because we are not performers. We can't just turn it on I like a know, switch. I know. I know. And then I was like, ah, we'll see. I'm like, usually once we get started, <laughs> well, I just start like poking fun at Mandy or something. And then it makes, <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> mood did lighten pretty quick it did lighten pretty quick i know i'm like i swear it's what this uh this like energy that we have cultivating down here in the dungeon (laughs) dungeon. yeah i know i know so you know it's funny because we were like thinking about like why are we doing this like why are we doing readings why are we teaching others like where is this kind of like coming from it's it's and i'm like we when we were talking about it Mm because i was like you know what our readings they're not just your like typical psychic reading. No, they're right? not. Um, it's not the surface level like <laughs> what I would go to a psychic for. Right <laughs> but, before. Like, yeah, before when I would go to a psychic, it'd be like, tell me about my career. Yeah, what about this person that I like? <laughs> Do they like me back? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah. it was totally very much, which is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And, and there's no. definitely an aspect of that in our readings. Yes. But I realize, you know, over doing readings and over time I'm like oh they're really a lot more um they're deep they're deep it's not just like oh yeah you're gonna do this this and this like I realize that what we're doing is connecting people back to their soul yeah right we're like reconnecting them we're reconnecting them to their soul to remembering yeah um and so I just feel like it's like it's not and that's why we're doing it we're doing it because we want people to um, connect, reconnect to their soul to re- remember, yeah. you know, how amazing they are and, and to, to feel what we can feel when we're in their energy. Yeah. Cause quite often when you're in somebody's energy and you can see themselves from a soul level and you can feel like their higher self, mm-hmm. there's so much confidence and so much power and so much knowing, like just deep knowing that being in that energy is like, is almost like an honor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you're expressing that to your client or when we're expressing it to our client and we're sharing that with them, it almost feels like we're activating that part of their soul that remembers that. And our hope is that they will move forward from that reading with like um, excitement to get to know themselves at a deeper level or to remember their soul or to, to, to get to kind of the point where they can work with their intuition or their soul or their higher self instead of like seeking answers outside of themselves well and that's the thing like when you say working with your intuition it's like well I don't want to be a reader you don't you don't have to be somebody providing readings for other people to have a benefit of being able to listen to your intuition yes oh my gosh like so much so it's Mm -hmm. like no this is this is your gift for yourself Mm -hmm. this is your gift so you can start trusting yourself like mandy just said like instead of looking outwards Mm -hmm. being able to turn inwards and get those answers that you seek and we definitely as humanity as a species we do look outwards always we look outwards for approval we look outwards for love Mm -hmm. we look outwards for everything everything we're looking outwards all of it yeah all of it could you imagine you know 18 year old allison yeah just finishing high school or yeah high school yeah and you know going out and being because i remember that being the most difficult one of the most difficult stages of my life going being done high school you know the stage of my life is over now i'm out in the real world what the f am i gonna do yeah like i don't i had no idea what i wanted to be 
I didn't have any like any interest to like I just wasn't pulled to anything like my me brother yeah, my brother neither. he knew he wanted to go in the film industry he was that was his passion in high school was like film yeah. so he went to film school and I was so like jealous of him for knowing what it was that he wanted to do yeah and I was so confused but imagine 18 year old self sitting there after high school or you know you're getting to the end of the stage you, you can feel that energy coming to a close and you can you just have the tools to go within and figure out what your next steps are you you're intuitively called to do what it is you're meant to do whether that's go to school whether mm -hmm. that's to travel whether that's to stay home and save money you just know in your heart what it is that you want to do and you trust that yeah and you accept it and and instead of constantly questioning yourself right yeah. like I remember getting to the end of high school and I was the same mm -hmm. I remember seeing friends who were all like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going for this, and I'm planning for this, and I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have no idea what I want to freaking yeah. do. Like, no idea. Yeah. And then part of me was like, dude, like, you're going to spend how much money? How should I know at 18 what I want to do? Right? Right? But I'm like, but to be able to go from your intuition, and let's just say you are traveling... To feel solid in that decision, decision and not feel guilt like, oh, shit, I should Because be of this. all the people that are spewing what you yes. should be doing yes, into absolutely. your face. Yeah. Well, and then even just the sense of like, I was thinking back, um, I was thinking back actually around that age and into my early 20s. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, like, oh, I just wish I had more... I don't know if it's confidence because I wouldn't say like I'm overly confident person even now. Like, I have a lot of insecurities. Um, but just... I guess more confidence in the sense of knowing, being stronger in who I am. Yeah. Right? Like, I found I was very, at that age, kind of like, mm, malleable. Malleable? What's the no! word? No, that's, it's, I'm not saying it right. Mal malleable? Malleable, right? Like, like a, like a blob that was just like, <laughs> you can just like, you what, you can, it? yeah, I was just so like, what? What are you guys doing? Okay, I'll go with you there. You know, <laughs> like a blob that would just, just go everywhere. Yeah, I can picture that. <laughs> I know. I I'm like, I remember this guy I liked. I was working at a bank, not the bank we work at now. And this is like, I just started. Yeah. And there was this guy that I was just like, oh, dreamy eyes over. <laughs> and it was like puppy eyes. And I was thinking back and I was like, you're such a fool. Like, why? I shouldn't have given two shits because he was not the nicest. And I was just like one of these where it's like I'd go into the lunchroom and, you know, <laughs> laughing really loud like, like this stupid person that's like trying to get the attention and I'm like you idiot like I should like I don't know I just I wish I had been like more secure in myself and stronger myself that I didn't care yeah, if yeah. a guy liked me or not yeah. or whatever right yeah. and so that's where I kind of look back and I guess that's part of life like that's yeah. part of us growing up but yeah. like, part of me looks back and I'm like I wish I was more like myself now yeah totally then I feel way more confident than I ever have before yeah but I, I know in high school like I was just really naive yeah. And people used to come up like guys used to come up to me and be like, you're so innocent. And they would want to be with me because of how innocent I was. Yeah. And that was just a huge turnoff. And I was like, F off. <laughs> like, Ew, off. Uh, get out of here. Ew, get out of here. It was gross. But, um, but it was, I was so naive. Like I just didn't, I just always saw the good in people and I had yeah. a hard time seeing anything bad in people. I don't even know when I hardened. Like, I think I started to harden my shell <laughs> over like. I guess I would have to be age after high school to probably mid twenties. And now I've done so much work to heal everything yeah. that I went through, you know, as a child, like I didn't, I didn't go through anything traumatizing. No, me neither. Um, it was just 
typical regular childhood, teenage, young adulthood stuff. And then I got to this point, you know, mid thirties where I was like, Oh, like there's, this is, I'm not happy. Like there's no reason for me to not be happy, but I'm not happy. And that's when I started to do the inner work. Well, I think we underestimate, Mm -hmm. um, underestimate how certain things in our life can affect us and how much it can affect Mm -hmm. us. So I think we tend to be like, Oh man, like I had a good, like I had a good childhood. I should, there should be no reason I struggle with my weight. Like I remember that being a thing, um, where I would always be like, Oh, I hear these other people like they were molested when they're a child and then they they turn to food as their thing. And I was like, I've had nothing big in my life. And so I'd always been like, well, that doesn't result me, but I still struggle with my weight and, mm-hmm. and my food. And and then I'm like, man, it doesn't have to be a big thing. I think no. we underestimate some of these small, small, small yeah. things that create these imprints on us yeah. right and that are affecting us and we don't even realize it totally and you and when you start to do the inner work which is our responsibility to do absolutely um when you start to when you start to do the inner work and you think back on like certain experiences that you had uh certain like i don't know like um run-ins with people mm-hmm. or conversations or even like if a teacher was like you're so dumb. Yeah. Like just one little comment, one little comment mm-hmm. or a coach say cutting you from a team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those are all itty bitty little things that add up to bigger and bigger things. Totally. And if you don't, if you just avoid paying it, if you just avoid thinking about them, then you're avoiding healing them. Absolutely. I remember, I remember my dad, I think it was like as a joke, but I remember, I don't remember him actually saying it, but this is something my sister has brought up, mm-hmm. um, that he had mentioned about her having thunder thighs ah, as a, at a young age. Yeah. And and I know it's not anything, like, he would have done it as, like, oh, you got more, like, the haze um, thighs, like, yeah. or you got the, you know, thunder thighs or something, like, as a joke and something like that. But that has stuck with her, mm-hmm. her whole damn mm-hmm. life. That one comment <clears throat> that really, you know, I could see myself saying, you know, flippantly yeah you know about one of my kids like it's not like that but something yeah yeah that you don't think about I know and how that can just stick with somebody and that has stuck her whole life like still now I think when she puts on pants it's just a it's a programmed thought that she has do my thighs look too big yeah but isn't that crazy? Yeah. How one instance. How easy it is for it how to easy. affect your life. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in that sense of like, maybe that's something that she needs to sit with and be like, okay, so he said that. And yeah, that hurt. So why did that hurt? Um, why do I put so much emphasis on that? Yeah. And why should I care? Yeah. Or yeah, I do have muscular legs. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But it's like getting to the bottom of it to mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. like exactly where that root cause is coming from that 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 wound is coming from yeah. it's not just the words no right um, it's, it's the not ener- just that. it's the energy around it's the energy of the experience that you're carrying forward yeah and it fully goes back <clears throat> to her own self-worth yes right because yeah. if she had a strong self-worth mm-hmm. and she had a lot of confidence in herself mm-hmm. it that would have just gone like ha totally right? I totally have a thunder like thighs right but that like brings it back yeah to where so this is where like I think talking about this is so important because people will be like I got nothing right 
we I've had we've had a couple students be like you know you we talk about healing and all these things and then and then as they go through this process of you know opening up their intuition and learning how to connect to their spirit guides and their inner self and all that sort of stuff they start to realize that wow like no I didn't experience anything traumatic what you know society would consider traumatic yeah but I definitely do have things I need to heal because of this 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 and this experience that I had when I was that age this age that age this age yeah and, and it's going below like not just looking at the surface of maybe the thing that caused it right yeah. like for instance like obviously the example of my sister not yeah. just being like oh yeah he said that to me that hurt me I recognize it okay I'm done no yeah that was the Deep very it. top layer yeah the bottom layer is her self-confidence yes so it's like taking that initial like okay yeah I do I do recognize that that had shaped me Mm -hmm. but let's understand and that's where the work comes in let's go deeper than that and be like well but why did it shape me yeah because it wouldn't have shaped me if I didn't have a solid sense of self yeah okay so why do I not have a solid sense of self and it's like it's going like deeper and deeper and deeper because I get a lot of people that will ask um because I just find like in readings they're not just um, connecting to back to your soul, but it's also like it's bringing some of your shadows to the surface. Yeah. That's where I kind of find. So it's kind of like this, like, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable to totally. talk about, too. Like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I especially, don't want to say Yeah, it. especially when somebody's, like, um, heart chakra, for example, is being highlighted. Yeah. And you can see that there's scars in there or that it feels heavy. Because yeah. when you feel into the energy of the chakra, it's like it feels, it feel, you feel it. And, it, you know, I've come across hearts that feel like there's, like, this dense, heavy layer at the bottom. Yeah. And then the top layer is all bright and airy. Okay, so that means that we have, at the surface level, we're good to go. But at the deeper level, we have some work to do. Or, like, self-confidence, yeah. right, in the solar plexus. Yeah. So somebody that appears to be all fine and they want to continue to pe- appear like this on the outside, but on the inside, they're showing us that, no, that's not the case. Yeah. It's not what they're projecting on the outside. And and what I find, I find it difficult sometimes when I get like some of these harder, um, when their team is wanting me to, to, share. to share some of this, like maybe hard truth that we all know that if it hits you on a chord, like, you know, so say if somebody's telling you something and all of a sudden it hits you on a chord, it's because you know it's, there's a truth yeah. to it. But wait. Yeah. You said something there. It hits you on a cord. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to where it hits you in your body. Because yeah. you're going to feel that ping. Like, ooh, like, I don't you, want like a gut punch. And or like you get self-defensive, like a, right? Yeah. Like you get defensive, yeah. kind of like, mm-mm. And so you have to pay attention to where you feel that in your body because what chakra is it attached to? Yeah. Is it attached to your solar plexus? That means it's affecting your self-confidence. Yeah. It, are you feeling that pain in your heart? Then it's it's affecting your relationships. What about your throat? That means you're, it's, it's affecting your ability to speak up. You don't totally. Yeah. Like I've had, I remember having, I've had a few people that they showed me that they lash out, that yeah. they have a sharp tongue. And yeah. I, I just remember being like, damn it. I don't want to share I don't want to insult my clients. <laughs> like I'm always just kind of like, can you stop? <laughs> and it's like, and, and it's like the message is always like, Allison, this is not what you're here for. You're not here to deliver a pretty bow reading yeah. and you're like everything is great you're like no your job is here to kind of dig up some of that stuff yes there's parts of it that it's like oh this is beautiful yes. but there's I always find and there's exciting parts, totally exciting stuff um totally and then there's parts that are like okay like putting a mirror yeah 
in front to kind of be like, we're going to bring, we're going to start in. working on this. Yeah. yeah. And if you're, if you're feeling called to book a reading with us and you do, and I mean, your spirit team brought you to us for a reason, we're going to totally. share with you what your spirit team wants you to know Yes, because you're meant to know it at that time. Yes. So here ties in the responsibility of the client. Yes. Now, before we say that, I just got the ping mm-hmm. to mention that, cause I know a lot of, there's some people that are scared to have a reading with an intuitive yeah. and I don't say psychic just because I feel like we're different. Uh, we're different yeah like again it's not the psychic has the stigma of future telling and you know yeah you know you're gonna get married um and this and you this is what your husband's gonna look like and we're yes that's not us us, no um so but i got like because i know there's some people that are like i'm scared of going to an intuitive or a psychic let's just say because what if they tell me something scary that i don't want to know do you know what i mean yeah and like i've like I haven't had this come across yet, but I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know if you're going to pass in six months. Do you know what I mean? Like, these are things that they're not going to come up. Like, I think that's what people, because you guys, a scary thing where all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm trying to look at your future and I don't see anything. What? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm like, I know. I'm like, that's just awful. And so I'm like, I've yet to come across where I've delivered a message. So yes, there may be hard messages in the sense of self-discovery and work to do on yourself, but I, but not hard messages in the sense of like, dung, dung. Do that again. No. That wasn't good. It was, was good. Was it good? Dung dung. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I just wanted to preface that before we moved on. Like, not to worry. We're not going to be like sitting there and being like when you when we say like a hard reading, like giving you something that you know you're going to panic about. No. Like, would you want to know when you're going to die? <clears throat> no. Absolutely not. I, I don't do not know. want to know. I don't want to know if I'm going to die. I don't want to know if I'm going to get terminally ill or really ill. I don't want to know unless if my I kids can, are going to die. No, I do not want to unless know Unless I can prevent it. Yes, unless prevent- there's a way. Yeah. Unless there's a way to prevent it. But mm-hmm. if it's like, I just would not want to know. No. And so I think we've kind of like with our spirit teams. And I, and I don't think we... I, Personally, I don't think the team would even say it. No. Because that's taking away from well, a lesson. Our purpose for the readings, like, I feel like people are coming to us specifically to hear what they need to hear at a soul level. Like you said, we're yes. reconnecting, uh, we're reactivating, we're, like, shaking your soul and being like, wake up! I'm right here! I'm inside! And I'm yelling! But we don't get a lot of people coming to us about the... Um, when am I going to get married? Should I move here? Should I take this job? It's not, it's, it's more so tell me, tell me what I need to know. Yeah. Like tell me what my guides want to tell me and stuff. And not to say like definitely had some people like, and that, and I'm like, that's great. That's part of the path. That's part of it. But I feel like it's that we've, I've never had a reading that that's just Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Like I, I feel like I have actually, I'm just thinking back where it, and those were the questions very like, okay, well, should I move here or should I do this or what career? Like it was very much like that. And, and then, but that was not what I received. Mm, So maybe that's what I mean in the sense like people asking those questions, but I always find like it comes deeper. It's way deeper. It's way yes. deeper. So yes, well, you I don't do just address... go and say, you don't just go and be like, yep, you should do this. Yep. You should... Okay. We're done. Well, even so be like, okay, this is what it feels like if you were to stay. And if you were to move, I don't, we don't ever say you should do this. Um, no, there's free will, free will. And then, um, but then I'm always like, okay, so I kind of run through those because there's no substance to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's, mm-hmm. here's the, your answers. Here's what it feels like. 
that's all your spirit team has for you on this. Yeah, there's but not much more we can say. Let's go into this energy and that because energy. Because they're wanting to talk to yeah. you. Yeah. And not like in a you're in trouble way. No. In a let's evolve you. Well, and I, I find most people who are coming uh, to us too are on this path for a reason. Totally. And they're meant to be doing this or to connecting to their soul. Yes. They're meant to do this either for themselves, for their family, for for work, to be of service. Totally. That's And that's why or we do Or there's a it. change. There's a shift yeah. happening and stuff like that. I do find like we are receiving more of the people that are stepping into this awakening process, right? Way more, way more, way more. Way, 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 more. way, way, yeah. way more. And there is a big wave of energy coming in like August, September. Yes. Where a lot of people are, come, are awakening. So there's... All the shit that's happening in the world is happening to awaken these people. Yeah, we got you. We, we got you we covered. We're here for you. We're here for you. We got you covered. <laughs> so, but why do we do... So, back to why do we do readings? So or, that, yeah. Because we are here for you. Yeah. We, we are here to be of service mm-hmm. and to help you understand yourself at a soul level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... And a big part of it is to help you... Start healing yourself, right? That's so that's why, part. yeah. And so he, we can roll into why do we do healings? Yeah, because why are we bringing up these shadows? Yeah, right. What's the point of bringing up these shadows in a in a in reading? A reading it's now, because you need to face them. Yeah. So when we can't do one without the other, like they kind of go mm-hmm. tandem. Like you, mm-hmm. sure we can do a reading and we can share with you. You really need to focus on your solar plexus, or you know, you really need to focus on your root chakra. Here's how you can do it. But you. As you do have to work on it yeah. on an individual level, but it can be supported with an energetic healing or with a healer or whatever, you know, however often you need that to happen. Yes. So we can't just not do the healings if we're doing the readings. Well, and, the, and that's the thing. Like if this is discovered and we're like, there's some healing that needs to be done, you know, you can book all the healings you want. They definitely help. But if mm-hmm. you're not willing to go and do the internal look, yeah. you're not willing to take that scope and look inside and really sit with it. Like, yeah. go below the thunder thighs and <laughs> understand why the why the, the sentence thunder thighs triggered you, right? Yeah. Like, it's going that deeper level. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, people can come to healings and be like, it's not working. And it's like, but are you doing it? Are you doing it? Like, yeah. you know, we can help move the energy along. We can help when you are um, maybe so- like bringing up this energy and mm-hmm. kind of like relieving it. But again, like you're not going to fully integrate everything unless you're doing this internal journey. And that is the responsibility of the client. Yes. And as um, we understand, obviously, the A, there's free will. Mm-hmm. And B, everybody is on their own journey. So you're going to get to that point at some point. It's just up to you how long it's going to get you to, to, to do that. Yeah. So we've definitely had clients who've come to us and we've, you know, shared with them, we need to work on this or like, this is what's being highlighted. This is how you can support yourself, how you can move through it. And then they choose not to. Mm-hmm. And that as intuitives or we can see, okay, well, you're not doing the work. Mm-hmm. To, you're not doing the work to get to the next level. You keep coming back to us. We're not miracle workers. No. <laughs> <laughs> you keep coming back to us to, to see more insight, asking us the same question, but that's, hoping for a different yeah. answer when you actually haven't done any of the work yet. Well, and that's the whole point of us even teaching people that yeah. 
to stop looking outwards and start looking inwards, yes. right? So it's, again, it all comes back to turning that scope inside. Yeah, as much as we want you to come to us for a reading, ultimately mm -hmm. we want to teach you how to do it for yourself. Yes, yes. And it's not even to say, because we still like getting our own readings. Like yeah. intuitives obviously like getting their own readings. Oh, yeah. Um, but we don't rely on them. No. Um, it's And we also, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off, but we also feel into whether it resonates with us or not. Yes. So when you're receiving a reading, when I'm receiving a reading now, um, you know, the majority of it, depending on who, usually I'm now I'm getting a reading from somebody I super trust. Yes. But previously you'd be like, oh, I'm not really sure that feels right. Yeah. So I take in, I take what resonates and I leave the rest. Totally. And that's mm -hmm. anybody should do that yes. in a reading. Absolutely. Always. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so it's. I don't even know where I was going. I know I'm cut you off. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's so and rude. <laughs> Are those like chocolate wheels over there? Oh yeah, wagon wheels. Oh, <laughs> I want one after the podcast. Okay, I just I think I've kept looking at them every time we podcast, so they've been there for a while. No, not long. Yes, they have. Okay, unless you always replace it. I do. Do you? Because the kids always have them in their what? lunch. Yeah. I can't see that far. So it's all blurry, but it looked like wheels, the wagon wheels. And I was like, yum. Why haven't you ever offered it to me before? <laughs> okay. I digress. Okay. Well, we were talking about the responsibility of the client and how, you know, receiving a healing or receiving a reading and then being able to do the inner work for yourself, supported by the healer, uh, however often you need that. Yeah. Um, but, but we all know that healing happens in layers. Yeah. And then... Um, you know, some of the other things that you can do, uh, other than just like sitting with it and really going deep, deep, deep journaling or whatever, you can do guided meditations for soul retrieval or cord yeah. cutting. Cause those are very supportive too. Yeah, absolutely. I used to do that for myself before I had a healer, I would go into meditation and I would be like, okay, I feel like I need to do some healing. So I would go in, I would, um, ask my spirit guide to show me, you know, a version of myself that needed to be healed. Usually, it, obviously younger, not older. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if you can heal an older version of yourself. Uh, I know, because that would be kind of hard, because it all depends on free will and how you get yeah. there. Because there's many different versions of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's no time and space, so yeah. there'd be many different versions of yourself. So it would be, I don't know. Interesting. That's a question for the Akashic Records. Yes. Main library. <laughs> we should write a book. All on what we discover in the main library. Yeah, we could. Yeah. It'll be book number two. What's the first one? Intuition, Intuition 101. 101. <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so going into meditation and I would heal my inner self. And I had a lot of versions of myself that needed to be healed. And I would retrieve that part of myself from that timeline yeah. in my life. And I would cut the energetic cords that tied me to that space and time. You're boring me. <laughs> Wait, stop it. Allison, it's because it's not funny. <laughs> I was like sitting here yawning and then I'm like, oh God, I hope they can't hear me yawning. And then I was like, oh, I think I should just call it out. You're boring me. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's so rude. Carry on. I was done. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know what to say. I've like, my mind just walked out of this room um, with those wheelbarrows. Wheelbarrows? <laughs> Wagon wheels. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop looking at them. Do you need me to move them? <laughs> it might be helpful. No, 
I'm not going to. Okay, but so the other thing I wanted to say about is if you're on this journey and you're actively um, trying to, you know, become intuitive, open up to your, your intuitive gifts, connect with spirit, you're only going to get so far yeah. before you have to do the healing. Yes. Because you can only ascend... You have to make room. You have to create totally. space within yourself in order to bring in that higher energy. And it's like, it just, you know, I've seen it, I've felt it where it's like, you can see somebody just fighting to not mm-hmm. have to do the, the work. Yeah. Fighting to not like look at their shadows with it. Cause we all have shadows with all of us. 100% Always. everybody has something that they can heal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's just like this grasping to be like, no, I'm just going to ignore it, ignore, ignore it. And the thing is like, your guides in the universe are going to present opportunities over and over and over for yeah. you to face these. Yes. It's your choice to ignore it or not. Yes. Right? So being aware of that, like, God, why is this always happening to me? <laughs> Clue number one. Boom. Stop. <laughs> Let's look to see why this is always yeah. happening to you. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, I think it's also a big part of this is understanding that you are your own creator of your surroundings and your life. Mm-hmm. And to really like, it's this empowerment. Yeah. It's this empowerment to be like, and again, we give our power away. It's, mm-hmm. it's, well, it's my, it's my, it's my job. It's my boss that did this. this. It's this, it's my kids. It's my family. It's my spouse. It's, it's everything we give away. We give our power away. But when we can understand that our power comes from within and we are very, very powerful and we create our reality. Yeah. And to understand that we control our reality, we mm-hmm. can control our reality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a mind shift. Yeah. And, you know, I find it hard. I find it hard now. Not And not to say that I don't fall into that trap too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Like, you know, Mandy and I are just as much human as everybody else and we definitely <laughs> have those days where we're just like totally i'm like where it's just but like they don't last you. they don't last weeks or months anymore no and i and i don't live in that space anymore no. where i have people in my life who do live in that space yes. right this is always happening to me i can't do this anymore why is that why is it and it's just like you need to stop mm-hmm. and you need to look within and yeah. realize you stop giving your control away yeah. and understand that you own you have that control so this whole like spiritual awakening remembering is very empowering it really is Mm -hmm. it really is and I I think that the first step would be first of all to create the time to to take a moment and to but I don't have time you got to create the time. I don't have time, Mandy. You got to create the time. <laughs> Find time. I know. That's a first That's step. Like, well, and it's so funny because I know, and definitely, like, I look at us and how, like, busy we are. And there's, t- like, having full-time jobs and then running this basically full-time business they come full-time let's just do this right but it's like if it's important to you you will find time you will yeah yeah and if that means having a conversation with your significant other um or your kids Mm -hmm. and it's like you know what this is important to me so how are we going to make this work instead of you just taking it on yeah and having to figure out well i don't know i don't know how to do this no well that's how it started i started with meditation because you know when I was starting to dive into this sort of stuff, every intuitive I spoke to was like, your team really wants you to meditate. I'm like, who the F has time to meditate? Like, yeah. I and have you no truly time. believe that, And right? I truly believed yes. it. I have zero time in the day to meditate. And then one day I said, fuck it. I'm going to meditate today. Yeah. And I created the time. I told my family I need 10 minutes 
I just need 10 minutes. Do not interrupt me. I need to, I'm going to go meditate. Yeah. And then not like, no, it just didn't take long for them to be like, mom, do you need to go meditate? Yes, I do. I do. So they would give me 10 minutes. Then it was 20 minutes. Then it was 30 minutes. And I felt so good when I meditated that I made the time. It became a habit. It was good for me. Yes. And I had so many amazing experiences when I was meditating in the very beginning. Nothing like what I do now with journeying and receiving and all that sort of stuff. But the way my body felt like the vibration would raise and it felt like I was levitating. Like all of these crazy cool experiences. I felt amazing after I meditated. Like, But I had to create that time and create that space for myself. Well, and then you also have to understand, like, it's your choice on where you spend your time. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely spend my time watching Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's definitely times where I'm like, oh, I should be meditating right now. And then I'm like, but I am choosing to watch Netflix. So (laughs) there you go. Um, But I'm like, you know, I'm thinking of even people feeling guilt for taking time to themselves. So let's just say, because it's like... You know, when someone says they don't have time, it's like, does that mean you never sit down and do, like, literally never sit down? Like, are you watching TV? Are you scrolling? Are you scrolling? Is there, you know, because again, it comes down to choice. Yeah. Or if it's like, yeah, but me and the family watch TV and I don't want to take that away from them. I totally get that. Yeah. But a half hour and, but then people feel guilt being mm-hmm. like, yeah, but they, that's and that's, fair. but that is right there though. That is program and something to be understanting right that is that is something that needs to be healed because if you feel guilt for taking some time for yourself yes that is that right there is an opportunity to heal something that's the first one baby absolutely (laughs) and I've never had like that's one thing that I've always been pretty headstrong in Mm -hmm. that with my husband yeah um that I I've always just kind of been like no like Mm -hmm. I do not feel guilt yeah um you know, with my kids, like, yes, you get, the, I'll get the random ones, but mm-hmm. like, you know, I've always kind of been like, oh, it's just as important for me to have my girl time or yeah. going out with my friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And even though I'm like, I would say the main parent, um, at home, yeah. I definitely take yeah. time mm-hmm. for myself and I've, I just don't feel guilty I don't feel guilty either. No. I mean, I used to, I used to for sure, but I think it was because I was programmed from when I was younger. So my dad used to take a lot of time for himself and Mm. my mom never got any time for herself. However, my dad chose now knowing my dad chose to take time for himself and and my mom mom chose not not to. to. Well, and there, that is the key. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where, again, it comes down to, it's your choice. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a dynamic in a household and you do all the cooking, you do all the kids things. And that is a choice you made. Yeah. You put that into that relationship. Yeah. And that doesn't mean because you made that choice at one point that it has to stay that way. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. There's, this is where it's kind of like, there's that opportunity to be like, wh- like, why does it have to stay that way? It yeah. doesn't have to fucking stay that way. No. Right. Like, sure doesn't. Absolutely not. Like, and, and that's the thing. And, and maybe it's easy for me because I've always come from that stance. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, as a teenager saying, I will never be mm-hmm. this housewife. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never be that role. Yeah. Um, 
And, and so I just always knew that yeah. where it was like, you are 50, 50 parenting with yeah. me. Um, like everything is, and, and I would say like, yes, there's things that the scale does, oh, yeah. you know, like I definitely take on more of like the kids activities and planning and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also lean on my husband a lot for other things. Like he totally. does the cooking, Yeah, you know, like there's no way like I'll turn in when we're doing this type of work. We were yeah. just talking about this where I was like, you know what? If I'm teaching two classes a night after working a full time job, <laughs> yeah. you best believe you're doing the dishes, too. Yeah. <laughs> I am not doing it. Well, I don't give a shit. Night. You're you're you get to benefit from yeah. this as well. Right. Yeah. So I'm like <laughs> and so but that's where I'm like, I have no problem saying that. Mm-hmm. Um and being able to own things for myself. Yeah. Right? I just think that's important. Yeah. There's so much so much healing that we can do. And those those are the... And as women. And as... Oh, yeah. For sure. Because even, like, somebody wanting to take our courses. Yeah. Boom. Right there. That guilt. I don't know taking if I have the, the time. time. Yeah. Or even the money. Yeah. The money. Because mm-hmm. you feel that guilt of taking the money away from the family, which is why is your needs any less yeah. than your children? Because what you're teaching your children... Mm-hmm. Is that there that that you know what I mean like you're sacrificing where it's like no if you're teaching your children that you're just as important mm-hmm. and then they know they're just as important I, you know like it's it's such a a spiral yeah. and it's and I think it's a balance yeah. right like obviously if I was taking all the money <laughs> my kids couldn't do anything because it was all about me um, that'd be a little different that's but something else you need that's, to heal. that's something else I, that's that's a different spectrum that I need to heal but I'm like but when you're on the total other spectrum and it's like no no yeah, let's find a good balance let's here let's find this balance where yeah. you're just as important you're yeah. you doing stuff for yourself is just as important so if like taking a, a class on learning how to mm-hmm. access your intuition like I think people really need to stop and think like this is important this is a life skill yes I feel very passionately about teaching people this life skill because we have forgotten it over the centuries they yeah. years it's been suppressed the, too been suppre- right because yeah, and we've been reprogrammed yes because when we take our own power back yeah then then they don't have power over us absolutely right? and this is all of intuition is all about taking your own power back understanding yourself at a soul level doing the inner work healing and shedding those layers so that you can invite those higher frequencies mm-hmm. so that there's space for those to come in so that you can live a fulfilled and abundant life Absolutely. Like, who doesn't want that? <laughs> Absolutely. There like, just might oh. be a little bit of mud and muck to get through first. Yes. But it is just, it's just as hard to avoid that stuff as it is to heal it. Well, and the thing is, like, the more we avoid our wounds that need to be healed, the more they build up like tar. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like or tar. like, like tar. <laughs> well, or like, what's the stuff you get on your teeth? Plaque. Plaque. <laughs> Just plaque building. It is just building, building. building. And then, and then you have like, to shave it down. And you, this is where yeah. we talk about the. This the is a totally layers. a teeth thing. So <laughs> it is totally plaque. The more, the longer you wait to heal it, the more plaque. And you know, if you have a bunch of plaque, it takes a while to get rid of it. Then you get gum disease. <laughs> get gum disease. <laughs> now you got skin grafting. Now we don't have teeth. <laughs> now we so. Don't have- <laughs> Just go down. Now you're gnawing on food. You know? You're drinking through a straw. <laughs> Everybody's got to mash up your food. <laughs> Another layer to heal. <laughs> that's going to be. Smoothies for life. That's going to be imprinted on your soul in your next life. <laughs> just going to gum. Can you give me some lettuce? I'm just going to gum it. Oh, 
ridiculous back. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it reminded me of? So I took Carter to the orthodontics. Orthodontics? <laughs> orthodontic? No. What's it called? Orthodontist. Oh, orthodontist. <laughs> I was like, what are you? <laughs> um, and I had to bring Tanner and they have like this huge, I don't know why they have to have like this huge screen TV <laughs> in there to show you oh, yeah. stuff. Like it's not a little baby one. It's like a massive one, like <laughs> totally surround. Like I was like, cool. Um, and uh, they had like the x-ray on, which of course Tanner doesn't, you know, he's very like says what's on his mind. And he was like, wow, bones, you know, like it was totally cool. And then they flashed it to an actual like real picture of his teeth, like, like that. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden Tanner's like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, it was totally like, because you could see like, you know, plaque and you could see like the gums and the saliva and all that stuff. And he was just totally like, disgusting. Turn that TV off. And I I remember like looking being like, God, you can see some plaque on his tooth. (laughs) Layers. Scrape that off. Scrape off those layers. (laughs) You got some healing to do, bro. (laughs) Showing on your teeth. (laughs) Showing on your teeth. <laughs> so funny. But it is a good visual. It is. Right? Yeah. If you don't clear it, it's just going to keep building. It is. And then you just have more to heal in the end. And goes back to the layers that even if you go and you're like, but I healed that already. No. No. You healed the first layer. Yeah. And then there's 10 more. But the layers get easier. So don't worry. Yes. It's it always gets the easier. first one that's like a little bit like, whoo. That one's full of tears. Yeah. That one's the full breakdown. Yes. You know, sobbing into a pillow. <laughs> That. Sounds like you've done that. <laughs> I have pillow or shower. Oh my god! What? I'm very have you sensitive. ever screamed into a pillow? Yes. Yeah, I remember as a kid, I used to bite my pillow. I'd be so pissed off, <laughs> and I would just bite it, and I would just, like be like, "You're gonna tear your teeth out, girlfriend." Why were you mad? Um, I think it would be like my mom would tell me to do something, or my dad would tell me to do something, and I'd be like, I already did it! (laughs) I always tell Jace, (laughs) I get so mad. If you did it right the first time, you wouldn't have to do it twice. Yeah. Right? That's a good one. You guys can take that one. Flashback to my childhood, (laughs) and you'll be like, I already did it! I should have done it right. I know. Anyway, why do we, why do we teach? Why do we, why do we do what we do with teaching? Because we know that everybody can access this. Everybody can access their intuition. This is part of our soul. This is part of our soul has come into this incarnation absolutely the same. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the fact that we know that everybody can live their life this way. We know everybody can pull back their power. Um, And that's why we teach it because we're just like, you can do this. This is going to make your life so much easier in the sense of like, it's not like it makes it so much easier because I definitely, I feel like there's definitely times because now that I have a perspective that Mm -hmm. not having the same perspective as everybody else at times can be difficult. Like when you see the whole picture instead of maybe just like the one little corner of it mm-hmm. and everybody else sees the one little corner the, but there's the tunnel vision and you can see the whole and you can see thing. the whole it's a little difficult to maneuver right like yeah. i do find that part where i'm like but keep your mouth shut i can't wait for the majority of people to see the bigger picture yes and and so even though those things are hard yeah i'm also like oh man i love that i can be like take a step back mm-hmm. and be like yeah okay. it doesn't bother like, me like no it, it doesn't bother me like it, yeah absolutely yeah and again 
I've become a stronger person in who I am, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like this journey wasn't just like, oh, tapping into my intuitive gifts. It was tapping into me. Yeah. And it was understanding me on a better level and improving me. Yes. You know, my ability now to, um, I guess, kind of like take my power back, uh, not put myself below anybody else. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not completely healed, but I've found my voice more. Yeah. I'm way more confident in setting boundaries than I ever have been in my whole life. And I yeah. know that's a main lesson for me. Yeah. And it showed up time after time after time in my corporate job mm-hmm. until like, well, it still shows up because I'm still meant to like, to set those boundaries. Totally. And again, but I layers. don't feel guilty anymore. No. I don't feel bad standing in my power and saying, no, that yeah. doesn't work for me or setting the boundaries. Yeah. But I also feel like, um, what was I going to say? I don't lost. you hate that? Yes. It happens to me all the time. It's like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> it was like a firework that just left. Sizzled out. It did. <laughs> I'm like, but it's so funny. Like, you, you help me. So even though I've come a big way, right? Like, I've definitely, I think of Allison two years ago mm-hmm. and the Allison now and setting my own boundaries. Yeah. Um, may, not even caring as much. I used to care way too much what other people think. Yeah. Not to say I don't still I absolutely do and I struggle with that Mm -hmm. every day but it's there's been a change but like working with you you have really helped me in being able to work through that part of myself that I struggle with Mm -hmm. right where you're like Allison this is what you're getting like you don't care yeah like what they think you don't care yeah and so it's really kind of been like this like cheerleader helping me to be like yes no you're right mm-hmm. I do I, I need to you know like because that's a part of me that I'm healing so yes. and we are all healing I still heal it too it's definitely easier to coach that for somebody than <laughs> I know but I do I do have that dialogue with myself too when mm-hmm. I'm finding myself doubting or questioning um what I receive or what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I'm like okay like no you just like you're getting what you're getting you're only going to receive like you have to trust what you receive so and it always Mm -hmm. is validated but what I wanted to say the firework came came back back. (laughs) what I wanted to say like let's talk about the timeline that it takes in order to get from where we were like you know intuition 101 type of energy where we're like tell me more yeah. like everybody who's listening to the podcast that is binging our podcast and other people's podcasts because you just want to know more yeah that how do you like how long does it take to get from that to being able to um work with spirit intentionally and your intuition well, inten- intentionally that's the thing it depends on the individual right it depends on if you're willing to do the work and not to say like it's like oh god all this work and I have to put all this time into it but you know it can be quite fast very because we've seen it with our students coming from intuition 101 which is an eight-week course to jumping into soul star intuitive and within like three couple, months yeah but within a couple weeks like, oh after yeah after a few sessions yeah we're like damn like you're reading energy and they hardly even notice that they're doing it oh man that's the biggest part <laughs> absolutely like, they just do, realize i don't know how many i uh it always like surprised me like i'll be like hey you just said that last week you're like you couldn't see anything and you just said to us i just saw this and this and this and this i'm like can we stop and acknowledge this for a second <laughs> like are we on a different timeline did you just go from like i can't see anything to like oh yeah i've been seeing things like Whatever. I saw this, I saw yeah. that, they took me here, they took me there. Totally. Yeah. But it's like, so in that sense, you know, 
that's somebody fast tracking, kind of being like, tell me everything. I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to put myself out there, right? Yeah. It's like vulnerable. Vulnerable, right? Like to read they energy. They invest in themselves they financially. Financially and time. They're taking the time. To do it. Um, they commit. They're, yep. They're allowing themselves to be vulnerable. They're allowing themselves to show up mm-hmm. and take, you know, it's fearful. It's fearful when you're like, okay, let's everybody read Mandy and let's everybody share. Oh, I remember thinking like the first time I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I'm a, I don't like not being right. Yeah. I don't like saying something and looking like a fool. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, it's all of those things where they're like, they have to put that ego side aside and put their, and just kind of be vulnerable and, yeah. and let yourself go. So it can happen within months. Yeah. But I also think that the, the healing journey is part of that. It's like parallel. It's like a parallel yeah. journey. So as you start opening up, your crown chakra and really connecting, like building that connection between you and spirit. There's things that are going to come up that you have to look at, but the people who are in this energy of forward momentum Mm -hmm. are also in the energy of forward momentum with the healings. However, you don't have to be like, you can still be opening up your intuition and avoiding the healing that you have to do. But again, you're only going to get so far with your intuition because you have to create that energetic space to allow yeah. the good stuff to come in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's yeah. so worth it. Oh my God. I would never, I would never go back. Me either. It up levels you, your family, the people that are close to you. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, and it's funny cause I know with myself, I've, you know, gone through different, it's been a harder journey in the sense of acceptance yeah. from the outside. Yeah. Right. In different levels of it, mm-hmm. of me standing up for myself or just all the different parts of it, whether it's the intuitive part, whether it's the, I started changing to be more of like, no, I'm not going to do something because it makes them happy, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, like sacrifice myself in a way. So, you know, I fundamentally changed as a person um, and it was rocky, yeah. right? But it's so crazy because I start to see, you start to see them come around. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my mom, for instance, you know, now I find like she gets kind of even defensive, uh, for me. Mm. Like, you know, if, if, if I'm like, Oh, I'm a little nervous to see this family member, like maybe they're going to think this, she's instantly like, they can think what they want. And I'm like, Whoa, where did this shift come from? Not not that before she wouldn't have stood up, but you know, she was, it was, it was a, she sees the change in you. Yeah. And and, it's a good change. Yeah. And so, and then all of a sudden it's just like, no, they Mm -hmm. can, they don't have to accept it. They don't want to. And yeah. and I could see this kind of like, and I'm like, wow, I'm like starting to see this. Now I'm seeing my sister coming and asking more questions, asking more questions mm. today. She even said, can I, I want to sit in your class or can I like, yeah. And because I was just uh, talking yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's uh, absolutely. And I'm like, I would not a year ago it would have been like, oh, no, Al, I'm fine. Like you do, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, and now it's like, I want to learn this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's exciting. I know. Yay. Which, she got to start in 101. Oh, you are going to say which sister. I was like, oh my God. She's going to start in 101. Oh, yeah. 101. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You need to start with the basics. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, that's the same with me. So um, over the holidays, like, you know, months ago now. <laughs> well, I have Six my... months ago. <laughs> but my, I saw my brother and um, my sister-in-law and 
bunnies and stuff, they don't live on the island. They live mm. on the mainland, so like Vancouver. And for those that don't know what the mainland means. <laughs> yes, true, true, true. <laughs> and uh, so they came over for the holidays and stuff, and I just saw them again. Um, and they were commenting on how much I've changed and how much lighter I, f- I feel and how much happier I, I seem. Wow. And I was like, thank you. Like, that's a huge compliment. So I, at first there's like... Fear, fear. Like, what's going on with this person? Just unsure, unsure. Like, what is she doing? What is she up to? Okay, she losing her marbles. Midlife crisis. What's (laughs) happening? We don't know yet. Let's just watch how this settles, right? And they did. They they gave me my space. Like my whole family gave me my space, and everybody sort of just watched from afar. And now this too shall pass. Yeah, (laughs) this too shall pass. But now I'm getting like, wow, like Mandy, you you seem to be really building momentum and confidence, and you seem so different, and you're so happy, and it's like. Thank you. Like I yeah. am. I feel so much better than this version of me is more authentic than any version of me Absolutely. I've ever been in my whole life. I agree. I totally agree with mm-hmm. the authenticity. Yeah. Um, Good that was a bit, I know. Yeah. That was, I, you saw me at the very it, end. I saw like this hurdle and you were like jumping yeah, over I the was. hurdle. Yeah, I was. I was like, you just almost, come out. <laughs> I was like, stripped. you can do it. Just, I wish you could see my brain. Like, I wish you could see what's happening inside where I I'm can. just like, do it. <laughs> It's like a track meet. You're jumping over hurdles. Oh my god, I literally just had that visual where I was like just trying to get over the hurdle. You're in a track meet. Pushing it down. Um, Oh, what was I saying? Oh, the authentic. (laughs) Being (laughs) authentic. Um, There was something that came and it left. You're right though in the sense of this is the most authentic I've been. Oh, and the fact that I think the biggest part, the biggest thing for me is how much it fulfills me to know I'm helping other people. Yes. And like, and I've, and I said this to my family, my parents one day, and I said, this is way more mm-hmm. than teaching someone to be a psychic. I yeah. said, this is way more than giving a reading with, you know, the surface level. I'm like, I'm helping people. Like I am truly We're changing their helping lives. people. Yeah. yeah. And I feel it for the good, for the good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, when you have somebody on that's emotional and you're mm-hmm. doing a reading and they're emotional, like I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Or when you have somebody say, and they're like, have so much gratitude and say, thank you for holding space for us. Like yeah. that just like, that is like 100% at the end of the day, it comes down to that, that that's completely, I'm like, this is why we do it. I think that's one of one of our favorite things to do with our courses is to hold space as you mm-hmm. learn and practice. Yeah. So in the practice sessions, like we're in those sessions with you, mm-hmm. we're holding space for you so you can be vulnerable in a community in like within a class with others who are doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most, one of my most favorite things to do. What are you laughing at? <laughs> because my stomach just went, and I was like she needs a wagon wheel she needs a wagon wheel and I was like I hope they can't hear that and then I was like I wonder if Mandy heard that and I was like obviously my stomach wants to speak Um, and so then I couldn't I was having literally that conversation in my head so then I started laughing Um, (laughs) yes so I think that ties it up very nicely of why we do what we do right yeah that um, I see a nice little pink little bow yep on the what? top of this episode. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I see a bow in my head. You see a little bow? Yeah. Like tying it up? Tying it up. Mm. Mm. Like a Chris- like at the top of a Christmas tree. It's just a bow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sharing what I see. It keeps evolving. <laughs> I see a present. 
because I like presents. With a bow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's like a present from the game that I was playing before I came here. What game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a game. I don't know what it is. On your phone? Yep. Oh. And they actually have presents with a bow, and you have to, like, like break the blocks beside it, and it opens up the present. <laughs> so when you said that, I was like, yeah, I got to do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got to break the blocks and get my present. <laughs> oh! Okay, right. we digress. Thank you so much for joining us, and please, if you feel called to leave a review, we would love that. We appreciate you coming and joining us every week. Thank you again, and we will see you next week. Bye! Bye.